Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Time and Place, the Gospel Conversation Show, where we talk about faith on the fringes and do our best to bring God's word to God's world. My name is Solomon, and this is Julian. Yo. And today we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. So, <laughs> what is going on in the world today? Dude, the world is not, well, the states, I should say the states are nuts. So, this week... Oklahoma, the legislature passed a bill for a total ban on abortion in the state. What do you mean? What's total mean? Like, like zero abortion. Well, it'd be. Ex- I think the only exception, and of course, there's always exceptions, is uh, life of the mother. Which, right? That's their one always. So we need to talk about that because I've thought about that, and I don't know if I have a great answer mm-hmm. uh, compared to a lot of other stuff. Because, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so life of the mother. So what I've, I've heard this presented is if the mother's going to die and baby, you know, probably isn't going to make it either way. Isn't going to make it anyway. And then like she will die if she gives birth. Right. So how I understand family, like hierarchy of everything is your wife over your kids. Mm, okay. So like burning Makes building, sense. burning building, you know. Uh, where are you going? Mm. Like, you know, there's two bedrooms. Right. Your kid's in one, your wife's in the other. Where are you going? I don't. I honestly don't know. Really? Yeah, I really don't. Because, like... I pick my wife every time. <laughs> your kids, wait till your kids get older. That decision becomes... Yeah, really it was, that's the thing. When, if he's, like, 14, like, bro, you can get out. <laughs> you can make it. If he's, like, four, I... Yeah. So I think I mean that's what that scenario is, right? That, that basically, yeah. The problem is, I think it's always like an absolute hundred percent guarantee the mother will die, mm. and I don't know if we can ever make that call, right? You know, especially modern medicine. That's shocking to me that that's even like an issue at this point. So I think about it this way too, though. I've heard it this way too. If your eighteen-year-old son was running at your wife with a knife, yeah, you shoot him, right? Yeah. Okay, well that's the same thing. <laughs> If he's high off his mind, right? But that's an say he like you know for whatever reason, or if he's schizophrenic, or do things that he's not making a personal choice. He's not choosing himself mm-hmm. necessarily to do this, but he is. Um, he's a danger. He's a he's a danger, like an imminent danger, and he's charging your wife with a knife, like out of his mind, doesn't know really he's doing this. What do you do? And you've got a gun in your hand. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to getting getting. Getting hard on time and place right away, but I mean, like, this is the time and place for hard questions. It's it's hard for me to fathom a situation where both lives are 100 percent guaranteed to end, like naturally. Either or, you mean, or like both? No, like both. Like if it's like, well, the baby's gonna die anyway, not really, and your wife's I mean, gonna like, die. Like mortality rate, like that's just that's shocking. For to hundreds me. of years is that? Well, like, yeah, wow, for hundreds of years, but in 20, 2022. Yeah, I mean that's the problem is that like it the, that guarantee absolute right. she will die. You know what I mean? Yes. And I know what any mother would say. You know, is I don't care. Right. You know, yeah. Right. That. Exactly. But just as you know, say she's unconscious or something, it's just happening. And you got to make a you call. Gotta make that call. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, that's that's like if if my if my eighteen year old son is you know, skitzed out or yeah. Some sort of situation where he's not entirely in control of what he's doing. He's out of his mind on drugs or something. And 
he grabs a knife, charges my wife. I'm mm-hmm. gonna shoot him. I mean, that's a weird right. thing to probably say right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like in that world, in that universe, in that right in that, in that scenario, yeah, that happens. If that and then that's happening. And so, and I think that's like you can't. Would you ever shoot your son? No, you would. Well, I mean, if he's doing what if he's that, gonna shoot you, right? Or if he's targeting my wife, you know, something like that, right? There's this weird, there's weird scenarios. This we live in a crazy world. We live in a crazy, you know, sin-filled, insane world where a lot of things, you know, I'm not saying this is common, of course not, right, it's right, not common, but I'm just saying it's a, it's, it's, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility mm. for this sort of situation. So that's what I mean in, in that situation as far as. The abortion question of uh, like life, life of the mother. If you can guarantee that, you know, it's on paper. I don't know. I mean, I think that that might be. I know Lauren would never make that choice. Right. She'd rather die. Right. You know. And that's the camp I always kind of tend to fall in is that the sacrificial parent. Yeah, but it's not you though. Right. <laughs> right. So I would give my life for. But you wouldn't give your wife's life for my your son kid. to be born right. or something, you know. But I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I would give. I would trade my my mm. kid's life for my wife's life, and I think that's I don't know I always understood that to be kind of the uh, hierarchy of like kind of lifeboat you know like situation like mm. spouse always is before children. I don't know. That's that's a tricky one to work through. You have to choose who to save, right? Or in that sort of situation or something. Because the, the the key being you could have more children. I think is the is the moral reasoning mm. there. I mean, sort of. If children are all generally the same, like <laughs> it's like, well, this one's as good as that one. Did you hear that that Art of Manliness where they're talking about like uh, transcendentalism and how before that there was uh, it's a really good episode. Usually those are get kind of like mm. boring or something. This one was really interesting because he was talking about how like before the trans transcendental movement, a lot of people didn't know didn't have there wasn't a lot of like individualism right 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 and it was just you are what your parents did like you yes you do what your dad did right because that's what you learned to do blacksmith right you're a blacksmith you know and that's just it and he was saying how like and that's but that's like uh, for everyone Mm -hmm. there was no like what are you gonna do right follow your dreams (laughs) and you know my family owns a farm so i'm a farmer yeah exactly and so but it was it was kind of nice he said they're saying there was kind of a piece there because What's the biggest one of the biggest things that stress people out now? That what am I going to do with my life? Right. What am I supposed to do? What's my calling? What am I? What's <laughs> my, my calling? What's my mission? What am I supposed to? You know. What's my purpose? Yeah. And then you know, it's like, well, what did what your father do? So, right. You know what I mean? He's like, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but just the freedom of having that choice, or whatever. Mm. And uh, what he was saying was that <laughs> the individualism was like so small, and this is just the thinking back then, like in like. I think even like like shortly after Puritan times, like seventeen hundreds, pre-industrial, China. yeah, right. It was if, if if so if you had a son named Michael and he died at like two, and you had another son after him, you would name him Michael, and he would just be Michael now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> there was so oh my god, replaceable. <laughs> Everybody was. That's, so, that's like that's wow. what it was. It was just well. He died. That's crazy. <laughs> He's Michael. And so you would literally just have the other name. And so it wasn't like a whole lot of <laughs> specialness put on. You know, that's, I mean, that's kind of like Isn't the that crazy. That's kind of like the Torah, right? Like if you're, if you die, your brother has to marry your wife. That's a Bible, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, you know, someone's got to marry her. Just yeah. that brother is as good as that brother. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's and, hard to fathom that kind of thinking. What, yeah, what's the fashion? It's like, well, what's, what did she go through all seven brothers, whatever. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> she yeah. married to? What did she marry to in the resurrection? <laughs> <laughs> she went through everybody. That has to be a scenario that's happened. Like, she went through all the yeah. whole family who's going to take her. You know, brother keep dying. That's not Black I'm Widow. Like, mm. <laughs> this is the girl's curse. Girl's going to have her. Give her a cousin or something. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Oklahoma passed this because they were becoming uh, the destination for Texans seeking abortion. So how was there? How was there uh, restrictions before this? I, I'm assuming it was like uh, earlier, but not not quite Texas early, like six weeks and okay. nothing. So people from here were going over there. Like, well, if I can't get one here, I'll just go to Oklahoma. It's right there. Oklahoma's like, we're not going to be the abortion sanctuary for the yeah. Texas runaway. So now they. Are putting that the governor just has to sign it, yeah. and he said any abortion legislation that comes across his desk, he'll sign. So yeah. that's it. It's a total, it's a total like uh, gaslight and total like just not say, them saying the word abortion. They right. don't say it, right? Yeah. So the healthcare. politicians, it's healthcare, it's service, it's women's, women's rights, rep. and so you have so they just change it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the radicals do like the ones like shout your abortion and stuff too, mm-hmm. right? But they but the, the more mainstream situations will say always say. Women's health, right? Uh, healthcare service, or or just service, you know, and it's just weird, but because they know they can't like say what it actually is, right? And they would never, never actually show or go into detail what an abortion actually looks like, mm, right? Or what it. Well, did you, I mean, is. have you seen the pictures that are coming out of that? Uh, no, those five babies. Yeah, like, yeah. What was that? I saw so the headlines. I didn't really somebody to went to a facility that wasn't supposed to be performing those kind of abortions that far in yeah. term uh they went dumpster diving essentially and they were like look here's proof they've been doing those kind of abortions like they took the corpses and brought them out as like an expose basically they just put them in the dumpster yeah because they're medical waste they're not you know medical waste in a dumpster well i guess in a i guess there especially if you don't want anybody to know what you're doing what like uh, oh that's a good question i have to look it up because i don't have it off the top of my head but yeah, yeah. i heard it's yeah, like I a full baby yeah. like not even like not developed like a full yeah. baby with his head just crushed well weren't partial birth abortions like through the 90s and stuff? yeah like that yeah. was a big thing and then they banned that they banned and, that and so is it like ups and downs like kind of like get super crazy with it yeah then, like, basically like it's crazy i mean that's how everything is right yeah i guess but just but it's weird to see the laws open and close like that like go up and down and stuff uh, yeah, uh, I mean, abortion. I mean, who, how, who's okay with partial birth abortion? You'd be surprised. You know I mean? There's a lot of people. I mean, that there means, was that, that one partial born. Yeah, like your head is out. Yes, yes. You're delivering a baby. Well, there's the the California bill. So this is this is why I'm saying the states because one state is making a move and another one is doing another one. Yeah. California introduced a bill where they want to have at least a week. If your baby dies after birth within a week, the mother cannot be charged for the crime. A week after birth. A week after birth. So they're like, and it might have been two. Uh, you know, pro-life people are saying this is basically like infanticide legalized. And the, the rationale is that they don't want to prosecute somebody whose baby dies accidentally, say, you know, just in the crib they die or they fall off of something high. Or, Why would that happen anyway? Right. But that's the question. So now it's like, well, apparently it did happen one time. Uh, so they're like, we got to cover all our bases. But now they're saying like, you know, if, if it dies, we're not going to ask any questions. We're not going to assume. We're not going to accuse. It's just it's so Casey Anthony. Right, she would be fine. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You know how many like, uh, like dead babies are going to be? I mean, how many people? How many girls 
give birth at prom and throw it in the dumpster. Right. I mean, that's just going to be illegal. And now if somebody, yeah, if somebody finds it, they're like, well, we can't ask any questions. God, it's so insane. Oh, man. But you know what? That's California. And I think that's what we're going to keep seeing is a separation yes. of states. Yes. It's not going to, I don't think, like people keep saying civil war or whatever. I don't no. think that's going to, I don't think we're, we're just going to break. Yeah. We're just going to separate. Yeah. We're just going to be. The, not even, I don't even think two countries, maybe two countries, but more like we just don't go there. Are we, I'm trying to think of like the shape of the country and how that shakes out. You know what I mean? It's kind of the coast in the middle. Like yeah, the coast. Or the, yeah. Like, but like the two separate coasts are going to be one unified. The, yeah. That's weird. And it's just like the middle is going to be. Well, except for Florida. Florida is going to be the wilds <laughs> on the coastline. They're having a, a special legislative session to discuss many things, but one of them constitutional carry. Yeah, Meaning if that? you're an American, you get a gun. No questions asked. We're not going to do background checks. We're not going to make you take classes. We're not going to train you. It's your constitutional right to have a gun. Guaranteed. Are they going to treat this like healthcare where they give you? A- no, they're not going to give you one. But if you go to buy one, there's no like, That's well, we got to. Like healthcare is a right. That means you give me one. You give me. <laughs> you give me a gun. <laughs> like, a gun. Well, the the Constitution says the right to keep and bear, not the right to receive arms. So. Oh, hey, I mean. You got to go get your own gun. Here. <laughs> a right's a right. Where's my gun? Yeah, well, apparently we're a constitutional carry state. No one's you, giving me a gun. One at the at the border. At the border, when you show yeah. when you register to vote, you get a gun. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have one from Mexico. Probably, well, probably have one. And here's why it's crazy too: if if they pass it, they'll be the 25th state. So it's literally 50-50, constitutional carry, non-constitutional carry. And how's that patchwork done? That's probably like so weird, like open and in. It's kind of in the middle, and in some places too, like in California, it's by like county. Yeah, depending what they do, and New York, same kind of idea. I heard, I forget who was it. I think it was like Dennis Prager said somebody said something. It might have been Glenn Beck. He's kind of a weirdo. Mormon. Yeah, but he <laughs> he had a good point. He was saying he's talking about secession, hmm. and he's like, uh, he's like, no, not us. They'll secede. Right. He's like, I, I think <laughs> California will demand secession, and New York will demand secession before like uh, like texas and florida because we like america they hate america. i don't know if i agree with that I mean, because they, america. they do but they also have an obsession with remaking america in their own image right so that's why, why but by seceding because doing it, something else. no because it's the it's they don't the, want to remake america they don't they hate america right but they, they don't they don't like they don't want to they don't want to heal in, in in progress America, they want something different. Right, they want to burn it down. Yes, and build something different. That's but the that, Marxist. But play. everybody has to do that. That's the rule. Like you, you but can't you have. Can't, but if you come to a brick wall, though, and you can't make Texas or, or Oklahoma or any of these middle states accept those things, there's got to be a point of like, all right, then fine, we're out. Like I don't think so because I mean, look what they want to do what to can places. They do? Well, it depends. If they're in charge of commerce or like companies, they just like cut your cut your access and stuff. Like in Russia, Mastercard and and American Express just pull out. Like you can't use Mastercard, can't I'm use Visa. Pull out. That's what I'm saying. They're not Oof. Mastercard's not trying to change Russia. Yes, they're just going to remove. Well, there, I think their rationale was if we pull out, they can't use Mastercard. They'll have to bend the knee to what we want. That's probably what they'll think. It's probably California. And, <laughs> and Russia was like, "Well, we got our own. We're good." <laughs> but I mean, California's going to think like, "Oh, well, then no, you can't come to Disney World." Yeah, I think that's exactly what they think. It's like, okay, then fine. But they don't understand. Everybody here is like, I don't want to go to Disney World anyway. (laughs) But that's Florida, too. How's that going? Like, that's got to be a weird situation. Well, apparently there's another faction of Disney employees who are, like, non-woke. And they're like, no, this isn't happening. In Florida? In Florida, yeah. So it's like, it's battle lines everywhere. Intercompany, interstate, intercounty. It's going to be this weird split up quilt of 
of yeah, what, a patchwork. Yeah, of just a patchwork of what what states do what and how you're gonna go there and stuff. Because then you're gonna you're gonna get this line up from like you know Texas to right. Oklahoma, the stuff. Freedom Line, Freedom Highway. I think it's gonna be the, <laughs> they're gonna call them like the free. That's what I thought when they're in COVID. If COVID was gonna be the main thing to split it, but now that's like over. vaccinations and stuff. Yeah. I don't care anymore at all. <laughs> but if that was like still in people's minds and we split over that. I was thinking it would probably be the free states and the open and the and the safe states. Safe states. The free states and the safe states. Because that's a pro life, pro choice. It's right. always it's always a happy thing. It's always a positive thing. Yes, yes. How yes. you gonna how you gonna identify? Yourself. It's not pro abortion. It's pro choice. Yeah, you're not gonna have the free states and the unfree states <laughs> and the lockdown. States. Yeah, you're gonna have the free states <laughs> and the safe states. Right. And it's like, well, what do I? I kind of want both of those. Like, I don't know. They both sound good. Choice sounds good. Life sounds good. You know, they're gonna be like the. Uh, unsafe states or whatever so that's why i thought like if that was the main thing that split the country mm. it would be the free states and the safe states now i don't know what it would be it'd be like <laughs> the, the it'd be the free states and the progressive progressive states, states or yeah that's yeah. really all it is you can't even use the word liberal anymore no because it's they not can't liberal use the word liberal yeah because like the libertarians and stuff are really right. kind of taking over that or taking that that wording of freedom and liberty and stuff and they don't like that. And, and no. that's what it is. It's like, oh, you know, like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, oh, screw your freedom. People are dying. <laughs> Get the vaccination. And I so, do remember that, yeah. And so, yeah, that's how, but that's how they see. Like, yeah. oh, you're too obsessed with your free speech. Right, yes. You're too obsessed with your free speech. I, I was talking to somebody from Europe that. one time who said that, like, oh, you Americans are so obsessed with your rights. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, we. that's why we came over here away from you guys. It's just a weird thing, man. But I think it is that transcendental thing of like individual, and we're not gonna just be all the same or do something because we're we're told to do it or we have to do it, right? But who wants that? Like, who wants to live that way? That's just so weird, man. Like, it's I don't know. But I mean, that was even like that was a Puritan attitude. Like, we're going over there because you guys are wrong about religion. Like, we're not gonna worship this way. We're gonna do our own thing. thing. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's the American thing. Yep. Everybody who all the all the freedom people from Europe are gone because they came over here. They became American. There's no, <laughs> the gene left Europe and it came over here. They just left that over there. Yeah. Well, the other thing that's happening also, which this is crazy. If it if it goes down, I don't know how they're going to handle this. Uh, Governor Abbott is sending buses down to the border, <laughs> and he's bussing up. all the illegals that they're letting through to D.C. This is something that's been threatened. Yes, I think, forever. For a long time. It's suggested by a lot of yes, people. Yes, and now it's happening. It finally happened. He dispatched them. They're going. Man, that is pretty crazy. <laughs> that that is true because that 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 becomes part of like what I think Barry Weiss called uh, luxury beliefs. Yes, where like it doesn't okay, affect it's you. It's not affecting you, right? So of course you don't you say that. Of course, LeBron James can save defund the police because he's got private armed security, right? So go ahead. It's not gonna. It's never gonna affect him. But to poor people in the inner city, it's gonna affect them a lot. So that's a he has the privilege of having that belief of defund the police or whatever. And this is the same thing of like open borders. It's like, yeah, you've got like four States in between you <laughs> and the border <laughs> pretty much. And, you know, so yeah, of course you, it, you can look like the good guy, right. because Nancy Pelosi, because it's going to never going to think, but not you. when they're in your front lawn. Yeah. They're going to bust. Yeah. Busting in the front lawn. Yeah. Now when they're breaking into your car, <laughs> Uh, Did you see that Seth Rogen telling somebody, uh, I forget who, but a, a young writer in LA was complaining that their car had been broken into and somebody stole their laptop for like the fourth time. And they're like, I can't deal with this. Seth Rogen was like, that's part of living in LA. You just got to deal with your car getting broken into. <laughs> what? But again, 
he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. Some poor writer. <laughs> Some kid who moved here bright-eyed. <laughs> if you're going. It's, like, it's not even a choice of like to get over it. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. There's I, nothing I can you do. You stole my job. I can't. Like, stole my car. I can't, I can't make money to get, be to get a new laptop. It's not even a choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's getting crazy, man. Yeah. I, Wilson was prophetic. Again. <laughs> it's yeah. vision of the future. But I don't know. And the other thing that I thought was really cool. <laughs> is uh, Hollywood continues to crumble as Jada Pinkett Smith broke her silence on the issue oh, and shit. threw Will right under the bus. <laughs> I didn't ask him to do that. I didn't need any man to defend me. Oh, she went there. She went there, dude. She went there. Oh, I mean, that, you knew she, she went full strong, independent woman. Yeah. She, so it's a lose lose. Yeah. He he she didn't like that. I knew she didn't like that. I knew she would not be the kind <laughs> to appreciate something like that. And that's true. Yeah. <laughs> She, yeah, uh, that's not surprising at all. And now Will's out of the academy. They took his Oscar. Yeah, they banned him for ten. Banned him for ten years. <laughs> I mean, and she's probably at somebody else's house. What's his move now? What I mean, what what can you do? Get divorced? If he yeah. hasn't at this point, he's never going to. <laughs> that's true. If you don't divorce your wife when she cheats on you publicly and talks about it, <laughs> it doesn't. And it says no, it no remorse. Calls it good, right? And zero, you to call yeah. It good. And then you're, you're just, you're not going to. Yeah, that's weird. What if she does? Why don't she just divorce him? She hates him so much. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I want to say I'm sure they had some kind of prenuptial agreement. Maybe like Will still the money, but she probably makes more money than she does. Oh, he makes a ton more money than she does. That's what I'm saying. Like, if she leaves, what's she gonna do? She don't get the money. Nobody wants to see her. Nobody wants to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> she get no oh, movie yeah. roles. What's that's, she gonna do? That's true. Man, well, you know, what are you going to do? Poor Will Smith. Poor Will Smith. <laughs> I don't feel, I don't know. I mean. I feel bad in the sense that, like, I'm watching a man be destroyed in public. His life is falling apart. So is he just a fraud? He's got to be a, a complete fraud. This whole image he puts in his movies of wholesome, you know, family man. I think he's trying to live up to that. But right. Tommy lives, he lives in Hollywood. Yes, that, exactly. And so he can. He wants so to be, be the other all, thing. It'd be cool with all these weird rules. Right. And so, yeah. So you think he like wants to be the roles he plays? I'm sure. I'm that's sure he does. He's like, he's like expressing what he really, that's probably why he's so good. Because that's what, he <laughs> really that's what he's craving. Yeah. That's what he wants. In yeah. Life. I mean, I've heard him talk about his dad before and tell stories about his dad like, standing up to gangbangers that came to their house to mess with him and stuff like that. Like, his dad was a man, like a real man. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what he wants to be, but he, he's stuck in Hollywood. I just play one in the movie. Yeah, I just... <laughs> play a real dad. I mean, that's literally what Richard Williams did in the movie. Right. He, like, stood up for his daughter against God. gangbangers. Oh, man. Uh, he wants to be Uncle Phil, but he can't. Nope. He can't. Nope. They won't allow it. It's it's. Yeah, they won't allow it. That's really what it is. They don't want that. If they you want to play in Hollywood, you can't be that. It's so weird, man. You know, I think about this with like how the idea of progress. Mm-hmm. It's, it's progressive, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like there's no end to that. You're just gonna progress right, yes. off the edge. Right, yes. And so, but they don't think so. And I think the reason they don't think so is because they believe in evolution. Mm, yes. I think they believe that we can change what we are. Mm. That's like where like the root of all this comes right. from is we can change what humans are. And mm. you know, and, and I'm I'm reading I'm actually reading Origin of the Species right now. Okay. And it's very interesting with that of of you just give it enough time, 
Right. And things, one thing will change in, in over adaptations and natural selection. Mm. Certain ways will die off. And, and it's really funny. Like it's really ironic that they think this way because that's kind of the Christian conservative plan is to right. breed as much as possible. <laughs> you know, let those ideas stand. Right. And the ones who don't, I mean, if we're talking about from a pure evolutionary aspect of this, conservatives and Christians win. Right. Because the other side doesn't have kids. And they're aborting their kids. Right. So so they have so let's just I don't I don't think this is actually the case, but let's just say an evolutionist is looking <clears throat> at humanity right now and applying the same sort of mm-hmm. uh, things to it. So the theory of evolution is, with your natural selection is one of the offspring, like none of the, all the offspring are competing for life. Right. Is what, how he frames it. Is like they're all com- we're competing for life, the struggle for life. Mm-hmm. So so a, a certain animal or certain species or a person or whatever has tw- 10 kids. What you know? What's the likelihood that they're all going to stay alive? Like not not great. Not great. There's going to be two that die, right, or something. So then it's like, well, what reasons did they die? You know, mm-hmm. and then so then whatever reasons the ones who lived, and, and you can say this again against you know, take a sample of a million different right. people or or offspring. The ones who lived uh, will get to breed. The ones who die didn't get to breed. Right. Right. So their genetics live on. Right. Whatever those genetics are that allowed them to live, say he was born taller or say he they were born with a, with sharper claws or something. Right. And so there's some sort of little adaptation about them that helped them survive and live. Say it's even just like antibodies or something or whatever. Just your genetics were stronger. And so the other one got sick in the winter and died. The other mm. one didn't. So his so he gets to breed. And so he gets to live on. Right. And so then that's it. That's natural selection. Just times that by a million or whatever. And, and you, you have here. those stronger genes live on. Survival right. of the fittest. That's what it is. The ones who weren't fit died. Their grandparents died in the winter. The ones who were, their grandparents didn't die. You know, that's what it comes down to. So if looking at this, you would say that progressives and leftists in this sort of radical woke mindset has some sort of genetic defect. <laughs> <laughs> that causes them to kill their own offspring. Yes. Some sort of mind virus <laughs> that they all kind of get. Right. That are uh, telling them it's good to kill their children. Yes. Don't uh, destroy the family. You know, all these things. There is no right and wrong. You can do whatever you want. You can shape your own reality. All these things that they talk about with like the woke wokeness. Right. Is some sort of genetic deficiency mm. and they're killing themselves off. And they will not survive. Right. So, I mean, if Darwin's right with a lot of this stuff, which I think <laughs> on a small scale, I, right. you see that in nature. Right, yes. Hey, I mean, that's reason to be optimistic. <laughs> and it's ironic because it's coming from their side of the camp of like the evolutionist naturalist worldview says, hey, dummy, don't kill your own children. <laughs> Because you know? then your ideas aren't yes. going to last. Your ideas and your worldview are not going to last. But you know what? They were able to hide their ideas in schools. Well, and yeah, unless they, they're, they're entertaining and teaching your kids. Yes. That's, that's the, the thing. Trick. They want Disney because they don't have kids. They don't want kids. But they they want your they want to teach your kids yes. because they know. That's how well, they. I just aborted five of my kids. Right. So I'm going to. That's how they multiply. Your kids. Yes. That Well, and unless we. Right, we'll cut them off. Educate ourselves. Well, it's funny that you call it a mind virus too, because that's like 
that's essentially what a meme is. Yeah. Like that's how Dawkins thought of it when he coined the term was like, oh, it's like a gene, but it's a it's a cultural gene. Yeah, he coined the term meme. I'm pretty sure meme. I'm pretty sure meme older. No, 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 it was him. It was in seventy something in in one of his books. No, I'm telling you, look it up. I'll look it up right now. We're doing this live. Pull it up, Jamie. On air. <laughs> Pull that shit up, Jamie. <laughs> uh, I, I could have swore I saw C.S. Lewis talk about a meme. meme. Yeah. Wow. I'd be. I'd be. I wouldn't be shocked, but uh, the term be. meme was introduced in 1976 by British evolutionary biologist Richard Dawkins. He conceived of memes as cultural parallel to biological genes, and considered them as being in control of their own reproduction. Where's that from? Uh, that is from. Encyclopedia Britannica. Look, keep rereading. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look up C.S. Lewis meme. I could have swore I saw something, or 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 so sure. or, or somebody talking about it that was older, like from the forties or fifties. That's the first first uh, introduce. Maybe maybe he popularized it. And that's what they mean by introduce. But he's the one that has it here. He didn't invent that word. He came up with a word. He put two words together, yeah. He took from the Greek mimia and the word gene and meme. Huh. Yeah. I, I would challenge. I'd like to <laughs> this is Encyclopedia some, Britannica. Other, you're you're challenging other, the entire nation. Like do some other research. The entire heritage of the British people. I could have swore I read some other older book from the 40s, 50s that had the word meme in it. And thinking like, oh, wow, that's, that means we'll something come, different today. We'll come back next week. I thought it was like gay, whereas like, well, it used to mean something different. <laughs> used to be, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, like the, the word evolved now, over time. His meme is like, right. yeah, the pictures and like whatever. Right, right, right. But uh, no, that's that's weird. Well, I, even 70s is pretty old. It's pretty old, right? 76. Yeah. Pre-internet. Because I, I don't I know about memes until the internet. That's where I think of I memes yeah, becoming a thing. But no. Exactly. Huh. But yeah, that's the the mind virus incubates inside of entertainment and uh, universities and schools and public sectors, and then it infects people who go through those places. Well, you know what's a meme is that uh, that picture of like the monkey going up to be a man. Yes, yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> that is because that's not evolution. No, it's that, not. But I mean, like that's what you have in our head, right? Is like, well, and, and people even say it. Let's we'll see a chimp or something like, oh, we used to be that. Yeah. No. No, you didn't. didn't. You, the evolution you had a common ancestor right that's you weren't that you're right you weren't that's not how it's not your it's not the, the chip is not your grandfather's your cousin <laughs> right and <laughs> that's how it it's is a little better and so but it's but okay but i think what the reason why is because it's harder to prove these mm. missing links Yes, to some ancient ancestor right. that we know very little about. It's, it's literally impossible it's, to prove because it's mean, never happened. Right? <laughs> and yeah, the proof isn't there. The fossil record is a complete joke to it. And but you can see a chimp, right? Smoke a cigar and ride a bicycle. Right. You know, what act I mean? human. Like, oh, if you wow, will. see that's right. that's where we came from. And it's like, no, that's not the story of evolution. Right. It would be better if it were because you can see because <laughs> that would at least give you a yeah, yeah exactly writing and stuff and do stuff. It's like wow, okay, but no, that's not the story of evolution. What it, it said, like we have similar ancestors right well that gets real fuzzy where are they <laughs> yeah. why have we never the found missing one links and yeah. the whole like gaps and stuff it's like okay that's that's the story of evolution it's i like, read about that that's why they made that little cartoon of the monkey to it man simplifies it to simplify yes. it and to put it in there like yes well, in your we head can't, we no one wants to do that the the tree of life thing mm-hmm. you know but we'll do that because right. that's just a quick, easy I get way that. to. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah, and so then it just becomes evolution. That's what it is. And there's so, a uh, there's a, a repackage like, it. An hour long video, and it's really interesting about how 
President Trump used memes to win the election. <laughs> like Make America Great Again was a great meme, and that's why it stuck. Or Build That Wall was Man, a great meme, that's, and that's why it stuck. Dude, that's all marketing. Yes, and, and who everything. knows marketing better yes. than Trump? You gotta have that tagline, that slogan. Well, they, they pointed know. out. I mean, that, Obama had that too. Yes, I think. hope and change. You know, that was his big change, thing. And yes, we can. Yes, we can. You mm-hmm. know, I remember living in New Mexico. Everybody was, yes. <laughs> oh my god and that picture that, that yeah the that shepherd red, fairy yes yes that red and blue but again shepherd fairy was a street art guy so he understood that quick image yes get your attention yeah. he, he did the obey that's where yeah. dude that's the tony hawk thing i haven't seen it yet i gotta watch, watch it. it no i've watched it yet dude, spoil it it's okay it's fine <laughs> you're right about stacy peralta being the most influential dude. i'm telling you he talking about advertising yes. and marketing and that whole thing yes he really, because you look like all the advertising, a lot of marketing, even like quote unquote edgy, offbeat, yes, you know, kind of out there, independent stuff was still not. It wasn't good. It wasn't like right. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like Mad TV, yes, it was like that mad, kind of mad yes. magazine stuff. Right, it was like irreverent, goofy, or like National Lampoon. That right, was right, the right. like offbeat, you know. Uh, subversive counterculture, countercultural parody right. kind of thing of that, <clears throat> and you look back at it now, and it's like, man, that's dumb. Yeah, like, that's a not, lot of that lamp. Why did stuff, Mad make it? Why did <laughs> man? You know, a lot of that was just really corny. Yes, and just like okay, this the, is the, the the pages you would fold and it would turn to a different picture, yes, and like and like I don't know, just like a lot of those things were just very. If you look at some of those, like cracked, and yes, like, just it was just it's just very corny. But that was the counterculture underground right even like chrome stuff it's either like way too weird yes. and like druggy or something and just you don't get it or it's just right weird. um and, and but i think that's that was the sort of but it's never really an advertising it was transgressive it, was it wasn't tra- yeah but it wasn't an advertising and it wasn't right like really trying to do it but i mean there was a there was a thing in the tony hawk uh documentary where stacy peralta He's watching TV and it was like watching some cheesy guy like this is a skateboard, right. you know, and he's like trying to sell it. And he's like, that's not a skate. And he like smashes the TV with a mm. sledgehammer and pulls out. Yes, I've seen board. that one. Yes. And he's like, this is a skate. It was like, oh, dude, that's that's cool. awesome. Like that. And it shows the product. Right. And like, I, I think you're right about that, of, of all that, because that's where you get like Jackass and a lot of those. Yes. Thrasher magazine and all mm-hmm. stuff. Just, you know, but then like uh, other people take that like nike and nintendo yes and because stuff. those people who were executives were watching that stuff when yeah. they were kids yes and that's what sticks with you through the 90s yes and early 2000s yeah. no one I, I think now they do because of all the documentaries but no one picks up on that that the jackass guys come from big brother and big brother is a skate magazine yeah and that like that doesn't happen without skateboarding right yeah and that doesn't happen without stacy peralta and that shapes <laughs> mtv for decades and then that everybody yeah. takes that and that's reality tvs coming out of there because what really created that sort of transgressive subversive mm. advertising that other than like skateboarding being that rebellious kind of thing i mean i guess he had like the hippies and stuff before. yeah but they were anti-commerce and anti right, you know right. yeah yeah like so like skateboard culture even the the hippie stuff i think about like the the coke commercial i'd like to buy the oh, world yeah. like that's not edgy it's just kind of yeah it's cornball cool. <laughs> yeah I know, but skateboarding is cool. And like that, right? Yeah, that whole thing, that Big Brother and then uh, Jackass and just that whole like skateboard sort of culture of being crazy and, and wild, but having it also not just be 
angry. Yes. And like, it was, or, or it druggy. Was, it was irreverent and fun. Right. And a little like you turn down the transgression just a little bit. Yeah. Like it can't be so out there that only some drugged out hippie is going to be into it. Right. That would with the R crumb thing. And it can't be too. Yeah, that's R crumb. And it can't be too gory. Yes. And it can't. You know. And so, yeah. But I think that like skateboarding culture really introduced that that coolness into advertising. Yes. I guess. And then like a lot of people just took that. It brought it into mainstream sports with Nike and stuff. Right. And then yeah, man, that it'd be interesting to like follow that track from. Stacy Peralta in the Bones Brigade in those videos and it's stuff. everything else. It's everything else. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. That's I mean, that's like Spike Jones coming out of that, doing movies and stuff after doing all the skate videos with Big Brother and the other videos that they were doing. Yeah. Um, I forget who was talking on that Tony Hawk documentary, but he was saying that he said, I i i fell in love with skateboarding uh because of two people for two different reasons. He said, uh Lance Mountain show we how fun skateboarding could be uh, it was like for the fun of skateboarding and then tony hawk for the technique of skateboarding mm. like the technical yeah. side of it and stuff and so it was really makes sense with the like first bones brigade with tony hawk and right. lance mountain kind of lance being kind of like on the advertising and right. kinda, they kind of followed him <laughs> through the storyline or whatever and then tony hawk being like the, the show yeah right like the real that's interesting. And it's crazy how techy he was cuz I, you know, I we saw him in the 90s when he was older doing ramp yeah. stuff. Dad Tony. Yes, Hawk. Dad yeah. Tony Hawk. But seeing like the 80s stuff where he's doing these really like finger flips midair and all this craziness. Yeah. And they're saying that he and a lot of it was was born out of uh necessity because I guess before when the uh, people were skating uh pools and stuff right they would reach down and grab the board and pull it up but he yes. wasn't he wasn't strong enough to right. do that and so he would ollie <laughs> off the top right and so he would pop it up and you get a little bit more air a little extra yeah and they were like that's cheating he's like what do you mean like you're just getting how are you cheating yeah it's just a technique like there's no rules to this it's just whatever but it, it was funny to see how like how he was like it wasn't he was an outsider in life yes that's why he started skateboarding and stuff and then, like the skaters, he didn't like him, <laughs> he him because he was like squeaky clean and you know just real weird with his finger flips and all these things. And so he's like, "I'm an outsider here. I'm an outsider <laughs> skateboarder." <laughs> but then he's, he's the most famous one. Yeah, like all true. of the other guys that were the man, like Christian yeah. Soy or even like Alva, who was like a four. For, like nobody remembers. <laughs> Yeah. Tony Hawk had a game. Yeah, that was he was good to go. He was the poster boy. Yeah, he was. But I think he was that squeaky clean kind of. Oh yeah, because he was safe. Know. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That goes a long way. Yeah. Now, how did we get to skateboarding? I don't know how we did. Memes. <laughs> memes, memes and advertising. Advertising. That's yeah. how we get there. Trump got, yeah. Yeah, Mickey Merrick. Yeah. Yes. That, that, Trump. Is, <laughs> that is, you need that slogan. It sticks in your head. Yes. People already knew the name. Right. Yes. So, someone told me, I had, a, I had a college professor tell me, a government professor tell me, uh, you know what you need. This guy was from Iran or something. And he's like, you know what you need to to get into politics and run for hmm. office? You, there's only two things you need. Name, name recognition and a million dollars. And he had both. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what he said. This was like in 2014, <laughs> 2013 when I was in school. Yeah, he said, you, you, need, you only need two things. Name recognition Man. and a million dollars. <laughs> Wow, Someone okay. pointed out too how like he had the perfect name for it because Trump is also a verb. 
and it means mm. to like outfox your your competition. <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah, everything about it, he was crafted for this PR generation of presidency. Yeah. And they talk about how you know everything he did was strategic, even before then, like putting Trump Tower in Manhattan was like it made it a landmark with everything else. Yeah. So now when you think of all this other Statue of Liberty, Chrysler Building, I Trump saw, Tower, I saw this. Uh, watch this documentary. Uh, it's really good. It's called Hypernormalization. And it was by this British guy, and he talks about how from like 1975 mm. to today, he kind of he, he talks about all like foreign affairs and stuff, and he talks about everything that is going on in this in the world right now, and all the wars, all the threats, all the uh, fears, and foreign diplomacy and politics and everything that's going on, like world shaking, moving stuff, happened in from 1975 in two cities. New York mm. and Damascus. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, everything is coming out of Syria and the United States. Huh. And so, like, from that, there was so many different chess pieces moved around and stuff. But basically, everything, all the problems that we have in the world in politics and geography and everything today is uh, predicated on in 1975 from New York and Damascus. Mm. Because, like, New York was super poor. And uh, there was like this white flight, right? You know, out, and then Trump started buying up like whole blocks <laughs> at cheap for like a like some insane tax cut deal, and so he just kind of moved when no one else was moving, right? Like, buying stuff, and so that was kind of how things got shaped there in the United States, and then in 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 Syria, uh, Ash, uh, Bashar Assad, the president there, he wanted to like do something he wanted to like unite the middle east basically but he had to like he had enemies and stuff and all these things that he you know, like conflict and so he i don't know if he had the idea but the idea came out of syria of uh suicide bombings mm. and to make yourself wow. the human bomb to make yourself a bomb and then uh radical muslims took that over and they they adopted it and twisted it and and got you know it just made it like part of their religion of a martyrdom and stuff right. basically but it started in Syria. Wow. The idea of human bombs. That's and crazy. So, and then like through the eighties, the United States was in Syria or right. something. And then there were suicide bombs and it was insane. There's so many bombings, everything was going on with that. And they pulled out and that was like a huge victory for Syria of like, we made them, we forced them back. And then, but that, that put it in the rest of the middle East mind that they could push. That's back. how you get mm. them out. That's how you, wow, cause it was man. so chaotic. In the United States and Reagan were like, F that. <laughs> yeah, like, and so they just like pulled out, and, but it looked like this big victory for Syria. And wow. so that just like put this, this little seed, like, was that like mind virus, like it's meme of like yeah. a thing, and then of human, of human bombs, of, of, um, suicide bombers. And so and that's where like that, that whole, like Hezbollah started doing mm -hmm. it and all these different things. It's really interesting, dude. It's really cool. It's called hy hypernormalization. What's that on? I saw it on YouTube. Before. Okay, I'll look that up. Dude, That's it's crazy. Like, it's like three hours. I'll watch it. I, I know. Through. I <laughs> watch was, longer videos about stupider things. <laughs> like that. It was pretty interesting. <laughs> but it was weird, too, because, like, Syria was backed by Russia, or, like, they, they right, were right, right. and then they had allies and stuff, like, with Iran and stuff, too, I think. But then uh, Libya didn't with Muammar Gaddafi. Mm -hmm. And so there was some bombing in, like, Vienna or something where United States, uh, U.S. citizens died. And they... United States had to make a move. They had to like respond, right? And so, but they couldn't respond. All the evidence pointed that it was Syria, 
that was Syrians. Did this, like Syrian terrorists that did this, but they couldn't attack Syria mm. because they were they had allies. And right. Stuff. But so they attacked Libya <laughs> and Muammar Gaddafi, wow. and he actually took credit for. It. He's like, yeah, it was us. Muammar Gaddafi is like it was an insane dude. He was like a supervillain. He's like a cartoon character. <laughs> I remember him. He right, a cartoon yeah. character. But he had this like whole way of like not capitalism, not socialism. There's a third way. He came mm. with this big third way philosophy, and he wrote this book, and nobody read it. Like nobody cared. And so he was like so pissed off that like nobody cared about. <laughs> he was Hitler. Everybody hated his art. <laughs> yeah, he was like so pissed off that no one was taking him seriously as like a world player. And so and so when this happened, and the United States started blaming him for these bombings or whatever, he like took credit. He's like, yeah, <laughs> like finally, I yeah, count. We're strong. Yeah. Oh my god. So that's the, amazing and then we just like bombed the crap out of Libya. Oh my <laughs> just, god. Like, destroyed them. But yeah, he's just like this weird maniacal character. This weird guy. But he was a tyrant. I mean, right. And that, but he just wasn't our tyrant. Right. <laughs> so that was the big like in, in this in this documentary, kind of like it's it's pretty liberal. It's not like leftist crazy, right, right. but it is pretty like not conservative, whatever, as far as politics and stuff. And they kind of he kind of craps on the united states for doing that mm -hmm. like but he, this guy was still a tyrant right he was still a dictator who like killed people and stuff so and they're kind of making him out to be this total victim that mm. we just villainized you right. know or something and it's like no 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 he was a patsy that's what they, yeah but out. he was a bad right. guy you know? <laughs> well that's everybody over there right yeah. like that's i know it's just like, he wasn't our villain you know? <laughs> we made him our villains because we had to make a move it's like superman beating up the joker <laughs> and then we like allied with him later on in something to like, and we turn on him again later yeah <laughs> i love yeah. rogan talking about anytime he talks about that just getting a knife oh yeah <laughs> oh my god that's crazy dude man it's so weird how things can crumble like that you yeah see someone who might be untouchable like think about putin mm. you know what i mean like think about if that like putin's fleeing the country a bunch of citizens chase him out get him and then that's what happened is that we droned the that that caravan that was going mm. out of Gaddafi, and so and then he, he was on the run. He was exposed. Yeah, he was exposed on the run, and they mm. were already chasing him out. And then the crowds just caught him Man. and just found him. And it's over. Crowd, That's yeah. it. <laughs> Took his golden guns and his golden guns. Throw a knife up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> way, you don't want to go that way. Utility knife. Man, uh, that's whew. yeah. But yeah, could you imagine like Putin? That happening to Putin on like the streets on the run, like yeah. they get a hold of him, yeah, like on the streets and just by himself or whatever. See, Elon Musk is gonna fight Putin. He wanted to fight Putin. He like challenged. He challenged him to combat, yeah. right? <laughs> and Rogan's like, "I'll I'll train you." <laughs> if they put that as a YouTube series, his camp, I'd watch that. Elon Musk camp to fight Putin. Who do you think would win in that? Oh, it, if they go today, Putin's winning. Yeah, for sure. Okay, you give him like. Six, like oh, I, don't know. I don't know, how, how man. Long does it camp like four months, something like that. Like, uh, yeah, four to six months. Give him like a long time. To but I mean, but Putin's been doing judo his whole life. He was yeah, a KGB he's all, guy. He's, he's old. I mean, that's true. Shorter. And Musk is pretty tall, and, and, and Putin's pretty short. It, what kind of is this combat? Is this uh, unified rules of mixed martial arts or is yeah, it to the death? UFC. Okay. Let's say UFC. That's true. Cage. I don't know, man. Age and experience. I don't know. I think it's all show. <sighs> It was kind of being proven. It's all a show, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I mean guess. it's all fake. It's, it's probably, <laughs> Everything's it's, fake. He's probably not even a real black belt. That's probably you're probably right. I, I mean, but who's gonna? I mean, who's gonna tap Putin? Right? <laughs> if you get if Elon you get, Musk, if you get the <laughs> Friday night, if you get the armbar, you let him get out because you're not you're not gonna <laughs> yeah 
He <laughs> moves you're like, oh, <laughs> fake it. You're not getting Man. shot in the back of the head over an yeah. armbar. You think that's how like professional wrestling got started? The dictators trying. No, to- you know. <laughs> You know why it got started? Because when it was real, when it was like actual wrestling matches, they were taking like three hours. And they were like, this is garbage. And also, if the guy... Why would it take that long? Because they were both like real legitimate wrestlers. Why would you time it and just be like... Yeah, okay, you would whoever's... think, right? But then you would get too many draws. That's the problem. And then the, the other thing was that if the guy... You don't who... get draws if you're like MMA fighting. No. Well, yeah, but you couldn't punch. It was wrestling. It was submission wrestling. That was the well, thing. wrestling's not wrestling like that. Yeah. Like, not anymore. WWE's not like that. No. They're smacking chairs. You yeah, chairs involved. That's the last three hours. <laughs> well, you couldn't do a chair back then. Oh, you should have. The other thing was that, that rule. they figured out like, oh, sometimes the guy who wins is boring. Like he can't give a good interview, and people don't care about him. So we need to pick the guy that's going to win, who's going to be the people's person, the people's champion. Yeah, I see. I think you can still get that though with like real fighting. Like, why does that have to be fake? <sighs> because you can't control. It. Then it's a real sport. Yes, but you can't control that. That's the problem. Unless you're like, you know, the NBA and you gimmick it a little bit and you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's yeah. that's what happens with the UFC a lot. They put their eggs in one basket and then that guy gets knocked out it? and Is like someone like who made it a show. MMA? No. Oh uh, the WWE and stuff. Like a single Like when did it go from real wrestling to just it's all fake? Uh I mean there's questions about if it was ever all real. It's like evolution, the, the first like gaps yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. No, there was a, a a trio that they call the Gold Dust Trio, who were the ones who were like, This is how you do wrestling to make gold money. Dust. Gold Dust Trio. Wait, I know, guy? yeah, I know that was a guy. Covered himself in gold. <laughs> that was coincidental. <laughs> it probably was a reference. But it was this promoter named Toots Mont. He was the guy. What? Toots Mont. He was a guy like in the twenties, thirties, forties. He was one of those old time guys, like you know. Yeah. Toots Mont, and he was yeah. the one who was like, "We're gonna make this work this way." And he, his, his guy was, uh, I believe, his guy was a guy they called Ed Strangler Lewis. Sounds like a, he sounds like a, like a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Toots Mont, whatever. That's kind of deformity. You probably just farted a lot. And then, that's back when you just like got your nickname by, <laughs> by some, physical some, characteristics, <laughs> some mannerism, hey, skinny, or hey, deformity. Yeah. You had a hey, long legs. hammerhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this dude, Ed Strangler Lewis, was like, he was doing uh, rear naked chokes before anybody knew what those were. So they called okay. him the Strangler because they were like, oh, my God, he's choking everybody up. Okay. And their rationale was like, this guy's going to be our guy, and everyone's going to go along with it because if they don't, he'll just choke him out anyway. Mm. So he'll only lose when we want him to lose. Okay. And that's how it started. Huh. And it was like chokes? Yeah. Was like, if you dude, play- that's MMA. That's, that's jujitsu. But the thing is, he's only going to really choke you out if you're not going to go with the plan. So they had an act, right? Yes. And, oh, okay. He was like Kurt Angle. Like Kurt Angle is like he'll kill you if he has to, but he's gonna work with you. In the- yeah, I heard that uh, somebody was talking about that. I forget who it was. They were talking about it where like they're pretending to be part of the show and stuff. And they were saying like, if you don't do it right, then they yeah. hit you for real. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. If you think about Trump, because he was in there. Yeah. <laughs> so if like he didn't do it right, somebody would right. Would they though? They Not wouldn't. Trump. No. Though. Uh, it was, I think, it was Steve-O. <laughs> That's right. Steve-O got he stomped out by right. that Samoan guy. Yeah, yeah, they, they had it faked out, like planned out. And yeah, he wasn't doing it right. He didn't so get he really the it. idea that, like, after it's over, you're still hurt until you until it's over, over. Like you getting up or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And so the dude just like stomped his face out. You know why? Because it looks so stupid to <laughs> rile around the ground. You know what I mean? But that's just what you he do. He knows, but he knows like this is this looks dumb. Yeah, but that's gotta, just that's gotta, what you do. do something that's so the rules. Up. God, so dumb though. Because if you get up, then it's like it's it's all it would be like if in the middle of a movie 
like Will Smith turned to camera and was like, by the way, I let my wife bang other dudes and like killed the character in the middle of the movie. But that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that movie. Watch that movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, gets real. Oh, I don't know if I want to see that. Well, the other thing, the biggest thing today yeah. that I thought we really, we've talked about before off camera and I was like, this is the time for it. This is the time and place for it. Time and place for uh, it. Our new Supreme Court justice. Oh, yeah, is a woman supposedly because I don't know how you define that, yeah. and neither does she. Yep. <laughs> so that's neither, where we neither, are now. Neither does it. Yeah, neither does it because I don't know. You're it, telling me you're a woman, it but it is a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> and we're very happy for it. Yeah, we're ecstatic. Yeah, it's like the community, the human beings, the human beings, <laughs> their mascot. We're not the Greendale Blacks or the Greendale yeah, Whites. We're the human yeah, beings. Yeah, some gray. That's what they want. That's blob. the future. Putties. Gray blobs, yes, putties. putties. From, Everybody's a putty. From Power Rangers. That's why in uh in all the dystopian movies, all you get your head shaved, you wear robes. Like nobody yeah. can tell what you are. You're nothing. Yeah. You're you're just part of the hive. Right. You're yes. Yeah, it's fine. It's just the <laughs> it's just the logo. Okay. Don't buy don't buy Yeti blues because they break. The uh, H fell off my Honda. It's got an Honda. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like the little. Oh, just the logo yeah, on, the front. on the back. I was watching the car and it popped off. The Accord already popped Stick off. Back on yeah. There. So now you don't know. A nondescript car. car. Yeah. yeah. If, you, you <laughs> if you run a red, it's yes, like. Ah. Exactly. What was he driving? A uh, car. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was on The Simpsons where he took. They took uh, Skinner's. They, someone took the H off of Skinner's Honda. And he's like, What's the point of even driving a Honda? If you can't. <laughs> you don't know what's on. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, we talked about this before off uh, podcast because of the. Katanji Brown, Brown Jackson. Jackson. Boy, he didn't have to look to see a picture, did he? So, no, he was hiring a black woman. <laughs> well, the first name, right? Katanji <laughs> Brown, Brown Jackson. He probably had a list uh, of names, <laughs> and he just went down the list and well, was like, first, first you got to find someone with, with two last names because that means they're progressive. Really? Yeah. Because oh, you got the hyphenated name. Oh. That's the progressive thing. So she kept her maiden right, name? Right, she kept her maiden name. Wait, so is she, is she Mary Jackson? That's, that's a good question. Maybe the middle one? Is it, is it Brown? I would assume Brown is yours, right? Is she married? Yeah, yeah. she is married. Yes, because she talked about that. Is her husband Brown or Jackson? I would assume Jackson he's Jackson. Brown. <laughs> That's the Supreme Court justice. <laughs> yes. Jackson Brown. Yeah. Oh man. So you know, she doesn't know how to define what she is, but she's also this is what I thought was super interesting. She's made this one of her defining characteristics. Yeah, like she is a black woman. That's how, and that's how you gotta pin it because they all, everyone does. All progressives, all these like leftist woke people that they do. They're they're a champion for women's rights. Yes, and so that's how you need to frame it. You set the little trap of <laughs> are you a champion for women's rights? And they say, of course. Yes. And they say yes. And then you say, what's a woman? Because then you just said, <laughs> right? You're a champion of women's so rights. So whose rights? Yes, specifically. Are because you defending? that's where the rubber meets the road. <clears throat> if you're asking her in the whole realm of possibility, define all aspects of women. Right. Define what you know. No, no, no. no. You just said you are a champion of women's rights. You believe in women's rights. Yes. You are a, you promote women's rights. You're meaning something by that. What in that sentence, in that context, what does it mean? What do you mean? Because right. you just identified yourself as that. Yes. You have to mean something. We're not asking for a for all people, for all time. What, does what do woman you mean? mean? What is female? Like, no. We're saying in the sentence, I'm a champion of women's rights. <laughs> what do you mean by woman? In that sentence, mm. in that context, because she immediately went there. Well, you know, in what, you know, she's talking about in what context. Right. Like, I'm not a biologist. I'm not a biologist. All this stuff. And so it's like, I'm not asking for a scientific definition. I'm asking for the definition and in 
the explanation in the context of that sentence. That's how it should have been framed is, are you a champion of women's rights? Of course you would say yes. And then what in that, in that context of that sentence just said, what, do what you, does that what mean? What is a woman? <laughs> and so, and that's how you, well, I, I don't even know how they answer. I don't know how they define women's rights anymore because if, if abortion is a woman's right. Okay. But I thought anybody could give birth, right? We're birthing people now, not just women give birth. Yeah. So not just women can get abortions. Abortion should not be a woman's rights issue. It should be a person's It's a right human's issue. right. Well, I'm a human. Right. So now I have a say. <laughs> a I could be pregnant. You don't yeah. know. <laughs> How dare you assume my gender? Yes. So, uh, I mean, th- that that was one of the – we got into – we talked for like an hour about this one time. I don't know where it came from. But I think you saw the Rogan interview where the guy was like, not all men, not all women, right? Like, oh, it, um, it, I don't remember his name. Uh, but it was on because they were they were getting into it and he was saying like yeah. if you take the rock and andy dick right there's such a wide variance that it's impossible spectrum. to say yeah this is what a man is right yeah i mean so that 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 shook me up because he, he was t- coming at it from the context of race being mm. a spectrum and how race is a social construct yes he was saying right and you're saying like, look, you've got all different shades, all different kinds, all different, you know, sort of races of humans, Asians, blacks, Mexicans, right. everything. And even in that, like, and in between, what Asian all, are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Few and far between. You've got super pale and pasty. And you've got, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, there's a whole, and then you have like half black, half Mexican, right. half, you know, Dominican, or, you know what I mean? Like, what's a Dominican? Like, what's we're technically, Panamanian? we're technically the same race. Yeah. We both have Mexican parents. Right. But look at the two of us. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> who would, who yeah. would say that? Yeah, exactly. And so, like, you've got a spectrum here. And so that's what he was saying about gender. He was taking mm-hmm. that idea of race. Uh, God, I wish I remember his name. It, I'll, I'll think of it. Um, and he, he was taking the, 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 in the context of race and putting it as there's a, as a spectrum. And then he was saying the same thing for man, male and female, not all people, not all men are the rock, not all uh, men are Pee Wee Herman, right. you know, and not all women are, you know, Xena warrior princess and not all women are, you know, princess Diana, or right. whatever. So it's like, so you got this range here, like all different kinds. And he was saying it's the same thing. We, we attribute meaning to it. Mm. We, we put on these social constructs of, of, of race and and the same with gender. The guy's name was Thaddeus Russell. Thaddeus Russell. It was Russell. It was Russell. Thaddeus Russell. Yeah. And uh, so and so I was really thinking about that, man, because I was trying to think of it in, in how you define how 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 do we know there are two genders? Mm. And it, I was thinking, the you know, XX, XY, right? right? Uh, penis and vagina, right? right? Ovaries, you know, and prostate. Like right. All these different aspects of, of things. And that's what everybody goes to. Right. Even the conservative Christians and stuff go to. Because they're obvious. Right. They're Usually, visible. Right. But, yes. But then, <laughs> but then we, and then, and then I was talking with you. I was like, well, we do have women who can't bear children. Yes. Men who can't impregnate women. Right men who you know so it's like if one of the in my biggest thing was these are the defining characteristics of the genders of yes. male and female that we, we there's not there's no difference between gender and sex right, right right it's and that's the that's the conservative christian sort of like context for that so 
a, a defining characteristic of male is you have a penis. If you are in some sort of accident, like a lot of people are, a lot of soldiers mm-hmm. and a lot of people are in sort of accidents where they lose their genitals. Right. And so if that's going to be, or a woman who can't, <clears throat> who can't bear children, you right. know, someone who just can't and they, they have the problems, that's very common. And so if, if a defining characteristic of a woman is to be able to bear children mm. and you can't, then they must in some measurable way be less woman. Right. And if you if you're a man and you lose your penis in some over accident, you must in some way be less of a man. If right. these are the defining characteristics, and I was just like doing the math of that in my head. Mm-hmm. I was like, but we wouldn't say that. Right. No conservative Christians would not say a woman who can't bear children is any less of a woman. Right. Yes. But why? It wouldn't be logic. It would be logically inconsistent. If yes. You, at the same same time, to use that as a defining characteristic. If it's, of what makes you a woman? If it's just the material, right. And that material is not there, right? Then why is it the same thing? And then so that so that woman would have to, in some even slight degree, be less of a woman, right? And people feel that way. And, yeah, you know, they do. And right. that and there's reasons for that. And it's like okay, but we would we still wouldn't say that, but but not saying that would be logically inconsistent. And so it just didn't make sense. And I was like, I know it's true though. Right. I know it, if, if we lose some of the material aspects of our bodies of our being, that doesn't take away from you being any less of a man right. or any less of a woman because you're not the rock. And we even, I think we expanded it out and we were like, well, how many fingers do humans have? If I lose three fingers, am I less of a human? Yeah. But it's like, what if you're, some, <laughs> yeah, what if you're, you know, born, there are people born with six fingers. So it's like, right. Okay, they're not a human anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like they're any, freak. They're born with four fingers. Like, are you any less of a human being? Right. No. Why not? If that's a defining characteristic, then you must be less. You know. And then if you get into like, well, generally, okay, well now you've made room well, you, for the yes, spectrum. Yes, and but that's where everybody goes and says, well, in the majority, yes. okay, in the vast, but the, okay, the truth is, there are hermaphrodites, there are intersex people, there right. are situations in in that. And I think it was when you were saying, well, we have our creation has fallen. Yes. I say, if we look at just biology, we do see the spectrum of the rock right. and Pee Wee Herman, yes. you know, and, like, and everything in between. So if we're, so how far do you swing until someone is just like less of a man, right. more of a man? And that's the, that's the, what I was kind of framing is like, the rock isn't any more of a man, right? Because of his testosterone levels and muscles, whatever. If those, but he must be if we're <laughs> defining the our male and female by those physical attributes right. and characteristics. And so it was that more than less than of a thing that that's what was hanging me up because we wouldn't say that, but it has to be true if those are the things, right? So, but it was you were saying like because I was talking about, uh, you know, people, a, a, a woman not being born with out the ability to bear children right and you're saying well biology is fallen right creation's fallen so it wasn't just sin and death in the world it was everything just it was the law of thermodynamics yes everything just deteriorated <laughs> everything started at that point everything to be not right started aging and, and and stuff and this is the same thing when people say uh, you know i know someone who's saying uh oh my back or my knees like i'm gonna have to talk to god about that one it doesn't seem like a good design <laughs> Yeah, and then even like Christopher Hitchens in in God's Not Great talks about like oh some design some some people are born this way or this is a thing that happens in nature oh some design there right whatever it's like okay you're talking about fallen design fallen mm. creation and so that got got us on the idea of original intent yes in, of creation and in that we see 
how God created uh, us, human beings and animals, and what that how He created us. And it is He created the male and female, right? And so that is how we know there are two genders, not because of X X X Y, because there are some X X men, right? You know, so uh, so it can't. Some men lose their penis. Some women can't bear children. So we it, so to to make it consistent where you're not not less of a woman and you're not less of a man or more of a man or more of a woman with depending on your attributes um it has to go to genesis yes he made them male and female in creation and so that is why we know there are two genders and that has to be the first thing we say Hmm. as christians is there are we know that there are two genders for certain because god created them male and yes and and Carrying that to the race thing, he did not create them black. Right. Yes. He did not create them white. He did not. Race is not mentioned at all. At all in the in the creation of humans. That's why, to a large extent, race can be a social construct. Right. Because it it just is like it's an arbitrary way we classify people. Right. To make it easier to say you're this, you're that, you're this. Yeah. And so it it it, it. Race can be a social construct because ultimately it is meaningless. Yes. Gender is not. Yes. And there was no intended, intentional uh, characteristics or creation of race. Right. But there was for gender. Yes. He intentionally created the male and female. That's why it matters. That's why there's two genders. And that's why it's, it is the way it is. All in creation, there's a spectrum of what that means and, and how that shakes out. And in even to the point of intersex and hermaphrodite mm. sort of thing, because we live in a fallen world with fallen creation, and biology is just not going to be perfect on you know in a vast many ways of of what imperfect looks like, you know, and we're going to see that. But there was an intention in creation. God created the male and female. That's how we know there's two genders. And I think we see like Jesus starts to undo that when he's here, when he starts to heal. Like he starts to take away the effects of sin, not just taking our sin ultimately and taking away the effect of guilt, but he also starts to undo some of the damage that happened around it on earth. Yeah. To redeem it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He's making all things new. Right. And it really, I I was thinking about this today and it kind of shed some light on like the God issue because it's, it's always the, what's one of the big progressive things like, well, God's not a man. God's not a man. And it's like, yes, that's correct. God is a spirit. Uh, God is not a physical human being. He's not a man, which you get to the point where God, you know, I'm not a man that I should lie, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. He's not a man, right. but he is he. He is a husband. He is a king. He is yeah. a father. So there's something non-material, something non-genetic, something non-human about maleness. There's like a quality to it that doesn't have to do with your flesh. Right. And it's the headship thing, too. Uh, yes, in that context, of right. why we are, why do we say father? Why do we say he? Because in the human context, if father and he is the head of right. the family, and and that's not say that's not projecting our ways onto God. Yes, that is him, him. creating in his way. Yes, we are creating in his, in his image. image, in his likeness. Yeah, in his <laughs> image, and that is as a head, yes. and as a leader, and that's so that's male first, and then female, and so yeah, that is the or the creation order is set by god creating us in his image and that's how we bear his image that's how men bear his right. image men are the glory of god yes right and then women help yeah. and so that's women the, are the glory of man right <laughs> it's the yes. order yes right and so there is an order to that um and so that's where that comes from and it's all connected in 
Yeah, so he matters in calling God he. They say it doesn't matter or like, well, you know, there's no gender. It's like, yes, but gender does matter. Right. So <laughs> putting God in the proper context of that. Of his how we, his how preferred we pronouns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but and then that's the, that's why conservatives get tripped up so much because every argument we just made is dependent on Genesis creation, right. the reality of God making things, and every conservative has already bought into the evolutionary worldview. Really, I, I all the big ones like I hear Shapiro argue about evolution. I hear Stephen Crowder argue about evolution. Stephen Crowder is a big one because he claims to be a Christian. Like that's his big thing. They, they see they try and like make them fit together. Yes. As if there's some sort of like puzzle pieces. Right. And there's, there's a way they link neutrality right. or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's not. And that trips them up because I think most, most conservatives are willing to take much like liberals, much like leftists, much like progressive. They're willing to take the fruit of the Bible. They're willing to take the fruit of yeah. a godly society, but not actually the rules that come with that so like all the other structure is cool but this idea of like creation and headship and authority and repentance and sin and duty like that's that's too much yeah i want to read more about that because i think that came from nietzsche and that's what tom Mm -hmm. holland in the book dominion talks about that dominion book is so freaking good dude like you gotta like everybody's gotta listen to or read (laughs) that i mean it's so good because he talks about a lot of these these things of what we're seeing in the world today uh, how everyone, like everything good that that everyone, anyone that everyone, everyone says is good, is come came from Christianity, mm. and that how Christianity really did change the world, and how Jesus entering into the world, he wouldn't really say this, but like he, <laughs> you know, but we can, he sees it, but we can say it mm. of. Yes, Jesus coming into the world changed the world. Yes. Not just that he took away the sin, like yes, that, but also uh hospitals were being like were mm, built right. in the name of Christ and orphanages and, and a lot of these things that human rights ideas of human rights is a Christian idea. Right. And so uh and he kind of goes into that, but he t- and he talks about how in, in modern times, uh Nietzsche is the uh, talk about how, how God is dead. And he wasn't like celebrating that necessarily. Right. It was a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. It was like, hmm. But he was saying, I think we can be okay with God being dead, mm. basically, because you can be moral without believing in God, which is true. Right. But that that morality is is only consistent if there's a God. It only means anything right. if there's a God. But it and it is that thing of like get, getting the fruit without the source. Yes. And so I think Nietzsche's whole thing is that we've we can chop down the tree and still get apples right i think that was his we've got enough fruit right we can do away with this religious th- religion thing and god thing mm. and because we, we, we it was it was it was there for its reasons to give us a bunch of baskets of apples <laughs> but of, now we have of, the apples of morality right. and reason and all these human rights all these things now we have them so let's just see how far we can go and i think i don't think he was I don't think I think if he would have lived on, that's what Tom Holland mm. says. If he would have lived through World War One and Two, he would have seen. Uh, okay, this is bad. We need to go back to the right. Tree. I think if he lived through the 20th century longer, mm. then he would have seen. Uh, no, no, no. We, you know, <laughs> I think he was skeptical. Mm. That's what Tom, and I, I want to read more about Nietzsche too because it's very interesting. Because I think a lot of people aren't skeptical about we can do keep going without right they're just sure but i think nietzsche was Mm. i think i guess nietzsche was uh skeptical like hmm 
okay, let's see how far this wave rides, mm. you know, down the beach. And maybe it'll, maybe it'll keep going, but maybe not, you know. Right. And Tom Holland's convinced that if he were to see <laughs> where things get to, <laughs> he would be like, oh, we made no. A huge oh no, no, no. Right. We got to go back. But I think, I think most people don't even make that connection. You know, I think most people don't even connect. Okay, this is where these ideas and things come from. Mm. And this is the source of the fruit. Yes. And and they, I don't know what they think. It's just magic. But that's, I mean, that's why they want to do away with everything. Because in, in their mind, everything is just made up ideas. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. We can switch it for another one. Not Neither is better. Or they can be worse. But neither is more real. Whatever I say is real. And that was just tonight. Like, there was somebody talking about updating the Constitution or amending it uh, to reflect modern uh, – modern thought like mm-hmm. it was written for those people it, it doesn't work anymore so we need to change it we need to abandon it if we have to and it's because you don't understand that idea of inalienable rights and and life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that's all rooted in the idea that man has a creator who endows rights on him it's not just an idea that we came up with out of the blue yeah that's a big question to ask people where do you think rights come from because that's really what we're talking about we're talking right. about abortion we're talking about owning a gun we're talking about, right, we're talking yes. about rights, rights, uh, all education. <laughs> yes. Do you, do I have the right to teach my own children? Do you have the right to whatever? And, and if so, you talk to certain uh, celebrity atheists, they're arbitrary. They're just made up. We decided on them. So, the, so they're, then that's the scary <laughs> part. So, and that's where it really comes down to in a political sense, in a cultural sense is do rights just exist by being a human and they ought to be protected right or are they made up and given out yes you know and i think they think they're made up and given yeah out. that's exactly I asked, what they my, I asked my cousin one time she came from law school she was just graduated law school oh boy and i asked <laughs> i was like what, is, what do they teach about uh where rights come from and I, was, I said where do rights come from and she said well from us like you know we just make <laughs> we them, decide make them up and i was like <laughs> That's very scary because yeah. rights that are made up and given out can be taken away. Yes. Because the people who made them up and gave them out aren't here anymore. Yeah, they're gone. They're now dead. Got, wait, now we got new people. And so <laughs> – And those people have a problem with some of those rights that those other ones made right. up. Right. And so it's like, huh, that's really scary because if well, it's just something that exists, we would say created by God. Right. And God-given, alienable rights. Right. Given. Uh, then that can't – they're to be observed, recognized, and protected. Right. And not – Taken, it yes. like you can't take right away that to sort stifle of right. them is a sin. Right, you can't That's do wrong. it. You can't right. take away a right. I just have it. Am I a living human, breathing human being? Yes. Okay, you have it. You know, you don't have to be breathing. Like in the womb, do babies have a right, right to life? Are they a human? Right. Right. So we're <laughs> so it's like if if rights are given up or made up and given out, well, then of course we can take them away from newborn. We can change the rules. We can move the goalposts. Well, you got to be out of the womb. Well, you got to be viable. <laughs> well, you got to right. be whatever. It's like no, 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 no. This is a human being, and it has rights, because you you literally can't take away those sort of rights. Mm. But if they're made up and given out, they can be taken away, and they don't by, the, by the next regime or the next philosophy that comes down, and and that is where it gets really scary. Because that, and so that's the big question we need to ask, and we need to like, mm. I think it needs to be more on the forefront of people's mind and the culture and and, and people who talk about this stuff is. Where do rights come from? Because that'll ultimately determine everything. You're getting back to foundations, and I don't know if like the conservative party has any meaningful foundations for anything either. Right. That's the problem. Like if you we know the other party doesn't have meaningful foundations, but I think now we're starting to see that neither does the conservative party. Yeah. They really don't have any meaningful foundations. It's just tradition. They're they're Catholic and that's it's, it's tradition. This and, is how and, we've and always we, done and it. And we see the Catholics yes. where how they change the rules and 
things change because you can because tradition and magisterium and yeah. that's that's how it is yeah that's there's crazy nothing, man. there's nothing solid set in place yes and so of course it's gonna change so i mean what's the i mean revival i guess <laughs> repentance like it, do christians need to can they get back into the conservative party they just need to abandon it and be like you know what no we're, we're christians let's forget that we're our own thing we're not so, did you see that video of, of Toby Sumter when he was critiquing that uh, Jeremy's razors thing? That yes, Wire yes, put out? yes. That was really good. Yes, because he really pinpointed that because we uh, we as Christians in in this world have either in in the political landscape and the cultural landscape we have either allies or co-agitators. Yes, and we have so it's allies or co-agitators, and in, in the Daily Wire and. Jordan Peterson and any conservative, anybody right. pick one, even like Joe Rogan stuff, I would say are co-agitators. Yes. But they're not allies. Yes. Not even Ben Shapiro, not even Matt Walsh, right. not even these Christian like people. The, the the only ally I would say in the public like speaking realm like that is probably Ali Beth Stuckey. Mm, yeah. Because she's actually the only one who brings everything back to a biblical standard. Right. And that's why. Not because of conservative, not because of tradition whatever but in that video toby sumter was really important because he was saying what we can't do is try and get back to the good old days we can't go to the 50s right because the 50s brought about the 60s mm. and that's what it does we're not trying to just go back to the good old days uh we're trying to be right about all these <laughs> right. things you know what i mean it's not it's not do things the way we used to because the way he was like critiquing it was in that ad there's like these women with their cleavage mm -hmm. all hanging out and right. stuff and he's cussing, and he's got the whiskey, and he's got the sports car, and he's like, okay. And even I heard him talking about it even today about it, and he was saying, we're trying to, like, commercials used to be fun and cool and sexy and just having a good time. It didn't take itself seriously. And, like, you're right. Okay. He's like, now everything's got a message, and now everything's important, and now everything is whatever. And so we're just trying to do, like, old-time things. Like, that's not really should be our goal is to, like, mm. bring back the 40s and 50s or right. something. Our goal should be the kingdom. Our goal should be to redeem these things in a biblical standard for Christ and, and not just like the good old days, because they, guess what? There's a lot of racism, <laughs> right? <laughs> Misogyny and stuff back in those days. I mean, there just was like Beaver Cleaver wasn't Beaver Cleaver. Like I mean, we that. just watched that summer of soul doc. Yeah. And just everything was going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we look at that like, Oh man, I'd give anything to go back to that, that festival and stuff. It's like, yeah, but that was bad times. Also man. you're getting drafted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting drafted or lynched or, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, it's, or murdered by Charles Manson or something. But, <laughs> so we don't want to go back to the old days, the, the quote-unquote good old days. We're trying mm. to redeem. We're trying to reform. We're not trying to regress and yes. go back. You know, the opposite of progressivism is regressive. Right. It's <laughs> reformation and, cons con you know, conservative. Trying to conserve, you know, yeah. areas that they got it right. And let go of areas that did not get it right. Right. Yes. You know? So, and I think that's a really important thing for Christians to think about in this culture today is uh, not trying to go back to the good old days. We're trying to redeem everything for Christ in a biblical standard. Mm. And I think that's, I, I, I think Christians are going to be pushed out of the Republican Party or the Conservative Party in the same way that Luther was pushed out of the Catholic Church. Right. Mm. Like he didn't want to leave the church, he wanted yeah. to reform the church, but they pushed him out. When they when they had the uh, I'm blanking now, uh, 
Trent, when they had the Council of Trent and they put down these dogmas, they yeah. left no room for Luther. Right. They, they forced him out. But we got, we have to recognize that point, I think, as Christians and say, we're going to have to leave this because right. this isn't what we're trying to do either. Yes. You know, and so, but I mean, I think it's a call. A lot of Christians don't get that message. Yeah. Well, I mean, they like it the way it is. I'm sure a lot of people like the church the way it was <laughs> when Luther was telling about this stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's the cultural, traditional Christianity, even the evangelical Christianity that people think is actual, like, biblical standard Christianity. Right. Yes. It's not, you know, I know people who, like, would stand up against gay marriage <laughs> you know and it's like okay that's you you're not you, you think you are but you're not making a stand you know because you're you're it's you're being self-righteous there's a way to do that to mm, be self-righteous right, right. and to idolize the american flag mm. or idolize tradition yes or idolize anything in the in, but not actually bring everything in in speaking the truth in love right yes and to redeem worldviews and ideas <clears throat> And I think it's Wilson, Wilson or White, one of these two. I feel like it's a Wilson thing, who, who talks about how like you can't be opposed to gay marriage because you think it's gross. Right. Like that's not right. that's not the goal. You're opposed to it because it's opposite of the intended design of creation, and right. you want those people to flourish. You don't want to oppress them. Right. And there is a difference there. Yeah, it's like being against transgenderism because of XX chromosomes. Yes, right. It's like, yeah, but I mean, sometimes it's not. So right. what do you do then? It's not. It's not consistent. It doesn't hold. There's there's holes in that. You know, there's there's biological fallen creation holes mm. in taking that stand of men have wieners. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, right. But sometimes they don't. What and, do you do? You know, and I think what what they haven't understood yet, and maybe they're starting to, is that what they're doing, what transgenderism is doing, is it's trying to find a way to fix the problems in creation. On our own, mm. it's the same thing with Adam making the leaves. It's the same thing, and the, and the solution to that isn't like no, be a boy. The solution to that is like Christ, right? Redemption, yeah. actual, actual healing, actual covering. Yeah, and we, which we won't fully fulfill, right? In in this lifetime, but we can, but we can make redemptive progress yes. in that toward like uh, progressive victory over things and steer things in the right direction towards. A sweet by and by. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm still vibing on all that gospel music in the documentary. Dude, did you see that? What song was it that was like number one? For oh, it was Oh Happy Day. Yeah. Oh, oh Happy, Happy Day. Day. Yeah. Man, that was like a straight up gospel. Like, yeah, straight. Yeah. I mean, that was, but there's a lot of songs that were that way uh, that were just popular back then. That's Kingdom. Yeah. Right. That's, yes. That's what the Kingdom looks like. Everybody rocking to good <laughs> the music's like actually that. good yeah, that's the other when, thing when the music's actually good. <laughs> you actually want to hear it you see that movie father stew is coming out no i think it's i don't know if mel gibson directed it or if he's just in it with mark Wahlberg. oh you know what i've seen the trailer right yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it's pretty interesting because it looks like i saw the previews and it looks like it's got a message you know and mm -hmm. I, what i think might be the right one and mel, mel gibson was talking about it, he's like I, I there's a there's a certain idea people get in their head when they hear faith-based film right and he's like this is not that. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. But it's that. like, okay, good. We don't need another, you know, uh, fireproof or God's not dead. Five. Facing the giants. Oh and, my God. Yeah. Cause there is, there isn't a, a thing where you get in your head of like, Oh, face, face, but Kirk Cameron comes out in another movie. He's like, Oh man, that's going to be dog crap. <laughs> I've heard, uh, I've heard, uh, secular commentators refer to it as persecution porn. Like God's not dead. Like that's not happening anywhere. Yeah. But you need the fantasy so you feel emboldened. Like I would stand up too. Yeah. 
I remember watching that in theater, and there was this one part where the college student like stumps the atheist, the, the mean, <laughs> evil atheist professor, and someone was like, "Woo!" <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> And it was like, yeah, it was like this total, like, yeah, he got oh, him. Oh my god! I'm like, oh god! It's like, what? What's gonna happen when your Christian college student meets a super nice, super loving, right, amazing, smart, uh, who loves him, atheist? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not all that mean, evil atheist that you that that is in these movies that were put out, there. right? They're they look more moral than you are. Then that kid's gonna have a serious crisis. Yes, when he sees that and have not, completely unprepared, especially by these movies. Yes, terrible arguments for the evil, angry atheist that right. may never come. He may never come across the path. Yeah, that's what I really liked about uh, Collision too, because like yeah. you got to see the debate, like the fire debate, when Hitchens is like, "Grow up, Douglas," and they're like going at each other, but then off they're like friendly and cordial yeah. too and joking and like they like each other yeah i know and it's and i mean and that's i like chris richens i mean he's smart he's clever he's funny i don't think he's that smart but i, <laughs> I like him i think he's a maybe it's the writer. accent it throws me i'm he's like oh he's very smart writer. he's very clever i think you know he's clever just, that's what it is he's clever he's, clever. he's, he's quick he's funny you know, he's funny i mean it's he's fine like I, it's great I, and he had glimpses of honesty like his pro-life stance like he got it and he was able like to be Sean honest I, I find Sam Harris boring. I do. <laughs> I do find him a little boring. You know, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's you, what happens when, right. when you meet the nice, smart atheist, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe they have a point. Maybe, right? I don't know. But if that's your standard of just like their character and how nice they are to people, or whatever, that's that's not going to hold up. But yeah, this is a faith based. But this Father's Day movie, I think, is like rated R, and so huh. I'm like, all right, that might, you know, I will do a review. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. That'd be interesting to, to <laughs> see how it comes out. But I think. The, the the best Christian movie that came out this year or last year was um, I think it's called Unforgivable or The Unforgivable hmm. or something on Netflix with Sandra Bullock. Um, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, did not see it though. That is the best Christian movie, and it it's not even a Christian movie. Huh. It's they did not intend for this to be <laughs> a gospel message, but it totally is. It was from Netflix, so it couldn't have been right. And it's rated R, and it's pretty gnarly and stuff a little bit. But man, like just the themes and the allegory of stuff. Like she's a carpenter, and she's looking for her little sister because of this crime that she did in the past. Like it's a good, it's a really, really great movie. And I think it's more Christian than any of these other Christian movies that came out. <laughs> yeah, and check that out. Yeah, cool. Well, until next time, uh, we covered a lot, kind of shotgun blast topics, but I think they're all, I mean, they're all happening right now. That's the problem. Like, how do you focus in? Just boom, boom, boom. I know. Well, we're here for it. So until until next time, this is the time and the place. (laughs) We'll see you guys. All right.